welcome to the Blindfold Chess Podcast. I realized I had too much content for Morphe to cram into one episode. So today we get a bonus episode where we are going to look at another odds game against his longtime sparring partner, Charles Morian. Morphe and Morian played well over 75 recorded games, at least that we know of. In the previous game, we looked at Morphe starting down just a rook, but a rook is not enough for Morphe. In this game, he is giving rook and knight odds to his friend. So from the starting position, the a1 rook and the b1 knight are not on the board. Let's see how the pride and sorrow of chess finagles his way out of this one. Morphe versus Morian. 1854. Now, if we're ready, let's begin. One pawn to e4. Pawn to e5. Two bishop c4. Bishop c5. 3. Pawn to d4. We're only on move 3, and Morphe is already sacrificing more material for the sake of activity for his dark square bishop. Bishop captures d4. 4. Knight f3. Knight c6. 5. Pawn to c3. Bishop b6. 6. Knight g5. Knight h6. 7. Queen h5. Queen f6. Eight rook f one castle kingside nine pawn to f four. Here we are at move nine. How many pieces does white have targeting black's f seven square? That would be three, the bishop on c4, the knight on g5, and the queen on h5. For added measure, Morphy is also putting his rook on f1 to x-ray the queen on f6 and to target the pawn on f7 because king safety is overrated. Queen g6. Ten, queen f3. Pawn to d6. Eleven, pawn to f5. 
Queen F6. Twelve, Queen G3. Bishop D7. Thirteen, Knight capture H7. With Knight captures H7, White is taking a pawn back and giving up a piece in the process. Now there doesn't seem to be enough pieces around the king to warrant such an attack, so what is White's idea here? King capture h7. Fourteen, bishop g5. Queen capture g5. Fifteen, queen capture g5. Pawn to f6. Sixteen, queen h5. Black resigns. Granted, the resignation was probably a little bit premature, as Black still has plenty of material to try to coordinate and stop White from just rolling them off of the board. However, in this particular game, Black had had enough and resigned after they lost their queen. It really is incredible to see Morphe go from a nobody to the top of the chess world in only two years, just to walk away from the game forever. Morphe is regarded as one of the greatest American players of all time. Kasparov commented on his style of play, saying that it was a quarter of a century before its time before Steinitz had formalized the general principles. Fischer described him as perhaps the most accurate player who ever lived. And for those who watched Netflix's The Queen's Gambit, he was Beth Harmon's favorite player. It would have been amazing to see how he propelled the game, but we will never know. So that is all that we have for this bonus episode. Tune in next time as we look at another Masters game and continue to work on our blindfold ability.